Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're talking about pivoting and changing your mind, aligning. And if you're feeling like you're in a season of transition or maybe wanting to make a change so that you feel more excited and passionate about your life, this is going to be your episode. So I'm so excited that you're here. And I really just want to get on the same page here because I am a huge proponent of talking about changing your mind. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or we're connected on social media, I'm someone who's got 800 million ideas of things that I want to do. I don't like to be stuck in a box. I think it's important to have a niche in terms of who you're wanting to talk to if you are building a business, who you're most excited to serve. But I think that you're a multi-passionate person. And that's totally okay. But the world is often telling us that we need to stay in this box. And I just don't agree. I think you can pop the lid off the box and do whatever the hell that you want to do, but it has to feel like it's aligned for you. And I want to kind of give you a little bit of backstory of why I thought about this topic today. So I was thinking back to my first job in the corporate world right after college. I was working at a technical staffing company. And if you're not familiar with technical staffing, basically the company partnered, um, the company that I worked at, partnered with Fortune 500 companies to help them find qualified candidates for roles that they were hiring for. Right. So basically I was on first I started on the recruiting side where I was actually finding the candidates and then I quickly moved to the sales side. So I would work with our partners, you know, with these Fortune 500 companies. I would talk to the managers and I would figure out who is it that they need to hire. And then I would bring back that information to our recruiters and then our recruiters would go find the candidates to fill those roles. Well, I was just thinking about this conversation that I had when I first started in that role. So this was about, so I'm 32 now. This was about 11 years ago, my first job out of college. I was like 21, 22, 21, yeah. And (laughs) that doesn't really matter. It's completely unrelated to the story. Point of the story is I had this conversation and the manager said, you know, Keisha, when you're looking for candidates and your team is looking for people to fill these roles, I would prefer that someone has not been at a company for more than five years because to me, that shows their adaptability, that they can work a new environment. Sometimes if someone's been at a company for too long, then they're not well-versed with you know jumping into a new culture and adapting to that culture. And obviously, they didn't want to see someone that had been at different jobs like every six months because then it's like, hey, why can't you keep a job and like stay at that job, right? Because then they have questions about that. And if you can explain it, that's no problem. But really, they were looking for someone that hadn't had a ton of tenure at a company, but in fact, had been in different environments. And I thought that was so interesting because, of course, you know, I picture us like you and I are girlfriends chatting. I don't know how old you are or what your experience is in the corporate world or, you know, as a business owner or whatever, but... I remember 
early on being told by, you know, my parents and their friends and family that loyalty to a company was really important. Like, you know, it's the people that stayed at a company for like 25 years and worked their way up. And those people were like, wow, look how loyal they are. They stayed with this company for a really long time. But this conversation, you know, 11 years ago, put in the forefront of my brain that the, the world is changing. And that was 11 years ago. But I think some of those mindsets that we had instilled in us for maybe generations above us or just the world that we lived in, you know, ingrained in us this belief that we have to stay in the same thing because that's the quote unquote right thing to do. And part of it is because of the culture, right? It's like, oh, wow, look, you've been at this company. You worked your way up. Good for you. And of course, that's applicable for some jobs. And that's awesome if that feels aligned for you. But I want to just challenge your own belief to say, like, does that actually make sense for you? Are you actually happy and fulfilled by that? Because I know for my husband, Cena, if you've ever heard him talk on the podcast before, you know, he was a dentist and he left dentistry and now we're getting into real estate together. And we're sharing our journey over on that get investing page on Instagram. If you're not following it yet, it's G-H-E-T dot investing. It's our real estate page because we're building this new business together. But anyway, you know, he had the belief that because of time invested, that he had to stay in this particular career path. Like, you know, he went to dental school and he became a dentist and he started working his way up. And it was like, oh, well, this is what I decided to do at a really young age. So now I have to do this for forever. But he is a different person now at 33 years old than he was when he made this decision to go down this path at 18. And I think it's really important that we recognize that this is a thought pattern that we often have that we're also socialized to believe is true in the corporate world, but the same rules apply in business. If you and I have been connected for a while, <laughs> then you know that I am someone who's got a lot of ideas. And I have a lot of businesses and products and programs and things that I've started. And I'm really comfortable with changing my mind and pivoting because I don't want to you know, believe this idea that I have to be doing the same thing in business for forever because I'm going to evolve just as you're going to evolve as a person. So sometimes what you wanted a year ago, six months ago, you know, even a couple months ago, maybe felt aligned then, but it doesn't feel aligned now. So this topic is really important to me because I'm so freaking passionate about helping you build a life that you're obsessed with. I don't want you to build a life that you're kind of sort of into because your days are numbered here and you don't know the count. So today I want to light a little fire into your butt, but I also want to hopefully give you some questions that can kind of add some clarity to help you figure out if what you're doing now is actually aligned for you or if it's time for you to make a pivot. So the first thing that I ask myself when I'm thinking about if I want to make a change, for me, I've been an entrepreneur since 2014. I started my first business, which was actually in network marketing alongside of my full-time corporate job. And my last corporate job was working at Google in corporate recruiting in downtown New York City, where I was working as my now husband went to NYU Dental School. Okay, so I haven't been in the corporate world since 2015. But I have changed my mind on different directions of things that I've done and businesses that I've started because I have changed, right? So I started this first business in 2014 alongside of my corporate job. And then I left the corporate world in 2015 and I went to go build this network marketing business full time. And I did it for a couple of years and I really, really loved it. And then I got to this point where I asked myself, is what I'm doing now getting me closer to where I want to be in a year from now or further from it? Because we're never actually staying still. 
And I had this vision of creating my own brand outside of just that company that I was partnered with. And I didn't feel like doing the same thing that I was doing over and over again was going to get me closer to where I wanted to be. I felt as if I needed to make a change. So for me, that's actually when I started this podcast was at the end of 2018 because I knew that I wanted to figure out really who I was and what I was passionate about outside of just that business that I had been known for and had been building. And I wanted to pull back the curtain and just like, you know, create this podcast to say like, I don't have it all figured out, but let's figure this out together, right? That, that's really where the premise of Empower Her came from. And I built it on the side while I was still building that business that I knew no longer felt aligned for me, but I didn't know what to do next. So I started something on the side, right? And I think that's really important to talk about because If you don't stop for a second and play it out, it's really easy to just go through the motions. Like think about how fast this year has gone already. If you're listening into this episode in real time, how in the world is it August already? Like, isn't that crazy? I think I feel like New Year's was like not that long ago, but time goes by very quickly. So if you don't stop for a second and ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now in my career, if you're working in the corporate world, or you know, if you are building a business or you're building a brand or whatever, is it getting you closer to where you want to be in a year from now? Or is it getting you further from it? Right. Or do you like, do you need to really add something on the side? Like I did with my podcast, starting that podcast or this podcast is because I knew that I, I wasn't going to be able to keep doing the same thing that I was doing over and over again and get me closer to this vision of where I wanted to be, which was to be someone who spoke on stages often about, you know, helping women get inspired in their life and also who hosted live events, which we're so freaking close. We're three months, actually less than three months from empower her live, which if you haven't heard about empower her live girl, It's our first live event that we're doing for this podcast community. It's going to be 500 women together in Phoenix, Arizona, October 21st through the 23rd. We still have early bird tickets, so check the show notes or DM me if you have questions. We literally have eight keynote speakers, and it's going to be like the most epic event ever. I'm literally pouring my heart into it. But honestly, when I was asking myself, back to the point, that was a little side tangent there, but I was asking myself, is what I'm doing now getting me closer to where I want to be or further from it? So I started the podcast on the side to get me closer to where I wanted to be. And it worked, right? So my question to you is play this out, right? Is what you're doing now in your career or in your business getting you closer to where you want to be? And before you tell me, Keish, I don't know what my big vision is. Girl, if you don't yet know where you want to be, like that macro vision of where you want to go, I want you to take a second and slow down. Right? And and figure out a way that you can just block off a chunk of time to actually think. You know, I ask this question, I've done this before on the podcast and on social media, that if Oprah was like, girl, I will give you $500,000 and every single connection that you need to make this dream happen, but you have, you know, two minutes to tell me, you're going to be able to come up with an answer to that. Right? So you do know intuitively, maybe you don't know how, but let's not let the how you know, stop us from actually starting. Let's ask ourselves that question of, you know, is where I want to be big vision? Am I getting closer to that by doing what I'm doing today? Or am I getting further from it? Because we're never staying stagnant since time is passing. I hope you're loving today's podcast episode. I just wanted to tell you about something because if you're struggling with energy, like having consistent energy throughout the day, or if you're in a crazy busy season where you feel like you're running around all the time and your health sometimes gets put on the back burner so you're looking for convenient products that can help you feel really good, I have a solution. 
it is Organifi. And truly, I brought Organifi on as the first ever sponsor of this podcast years ago because my husband, Cena, and I have been using their products for years. And I wanted to tell you a little bit more about why you should check them out. In particular, I want you to check out their green juice. It's my favorite tasting green juice. But what's really cool about it is Cena, my husband, actually drinks it first thing in the morning and he does it to like detox his body and it helps lower his cravings, obviously reduce stress, kind of just reset your morning. And then I personally like to drink it mixed into my shake after I work out. So I put the Organifi protein with the Organifi green juice into my shake. And I do actually drink it solo sometimes because I love the taste of it. But it's just been really convenient to like pop it in when I'm making my shake right after I work out. But why I really love it is it's got 11 superfoods in it. But I want to tell you about the three that I think are the coolest because I always like to pick like three things because whenever I'm drinking green juice or I'm drinking my smoothie, I like to like think about what it's doing in my body. Maybe that's weird, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like helping support my body so much. I'm going to keep my energy up. I'm going to feel freaking good. Let's go. So it's got Moringa which has been nicknamed the miracle plant. And it helps your body fight disease and it just nourishes your body. It's loaded with tons of vitamins and minerals, essential amino acids, antioxidants, all of the jazz. And it's really a detoxing anti-inflammatory ingredient. And it also helps you balance out your hormones. So that's really cool. Moringa, that's in the green juice. It also has ashwagandha, which is really designed to help support your stress hormone, like your cortisol levels and like manage your cortisol levels, which if you're doing a lot of things in your life, obviously you're going to need support around cortisol, right? And then it has chlorella, which is a freshwater algae. It's like very nutrient dense, high in vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, all the good stuff. And it also helps support your liver, which I love. It helps remove heavy metals and pesticides from your freaking body. And it's in the green juice, but it doesn't taste like algae. It actually tastes really freaking good. So honestly, I love the protein. I love the green juice. I also love pure, which is like their little lemon drink that I like to drink in the afternoon, just as a little pick me up that doesn't have caffeine. Cena and I also love their chocolate gold. So seriously, go check out their products. If you have any questions around them, I literally use, let's see, five of their products every single freaking day. Um, so slide into my DMs or text me if you have any questions, but you can get 20% off as a listener of this show. If you head to Organifi.com slash Keisha. So O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash K-A-C-I-A. Check them out. Let me know what you think. And without further ado, let's jump back into the show. Right? And if you're saying, okay, I'm actually not sure. Maybe you're, you're like, Keisha, that question is helpful, but I don't know. I feel like I'm really still unsure if what I'm doing now is actually helpful. Well, a question to ask yourself then if you're in that stage of like, oh, like I'm not actually sure is have you done the thing that you're doing right now? whether that's the business that you've been building, the brand that you've been building, or have you been at the company long enough to actually have enough data to know? Because remember, when we start anything new, we suck at it (laughs) and it's painful, right? Like even if you're just like starting at a brand new company, you don't know where anything is. It can be really overwhelming. You're like, who is the contact in HR? How do I even log into my computer? Where the hell is my stapler? I don't even know if anyone uses staplers anymore, but you know what I mean? Like what the heck? Like you feel so overwhelmed and you just suck at the beginning in a corporate job and you suck at the beginning in a business. No matter how much success you've seen in previous things that you've done, you don't get to skip that beginning stage. So when you're asking yourself, is it time to pivot and do something new, I like to go back to this idea of like, have I done it long enough to have enough data? 
And, you know, the amount of time is completely dependent upon your circumstances, but you intuitively will know if you've done it long enough, if you've gotten through that beginning stage where you really, really suck to get to putting your reps in so you can get better, then you can actually make a more informed decision because you're not coming from this place of wanting to escape that suck, but instead you're coming from this place with a little bit more clarity because you know what the role is going to entail or you know what the business is going to require of you. So like, have you done it long enough? And then from that, have you done it with enough oomph and passion? Because you know there's a difference between doing something to get it done and then doing it to do it. You know what I mean? Like when you just like, you show up and you're like, I am doing this to do it because I want to be in this moment. Like I'm excited about this. I'm passionate about what I'm doing. And, you know, maybe there's an opportunity for you in your corporate job to reframe your perspective. Is this corporate job funding this dream that you have on the side where the the income that you're making is this job actually a pretty good situation for you to fund your side business awesome then stay in it you don't have to jump and expect that the net will appear like everybody talks about on social media most humans are not that comfortable with risk i for one have always built things on the side right but i want you to challenge yourself to say like I'm wanting to pivot and I'm wanting to leave. And is it because I know that it's not aligned because I've done it long enough and I've done it with enough umph to know? Or is it because I'm brand new to it? So I kind of suck. Or I haven't really given it my full heart. Because I don't want you to toe dip into something. Maybe it's a new business like or a new podcast that you're starting. I've helped hundreds of women launch podcasts, right? If, if you haven't done it with enough umph, I don't want a future version of you to look back on you now with a coulda, woulda, shoulda wondering what would have happened if you would have really put your heart into it. Because that feels so different than if you know that you put your heart into it and you know that you did it long enough, then you can actually make a change. So that's really important to think about. Like that's something that's always on the forefront of my mind. So if you don't know my backstory, you know, I, like I said, I did that network marketing business. I started my podcast. And after a year of staying consistent with the show, then I decided to listen to what you guys wanted from me. Like if you've been listening to the show for a long time, then I literally would ask like, what is it that I can help you with? And so many women told me that they wanted to be connected in community. And so many women were asking me how I seemed like I was so energized and excited about my life and how I was like fitting all these things in as I was doing them. So my first product that I launched was called the With Intention Planner. And it was essentially this idea that I map out my priorities before my to-dos, which is something that I still do now, but I tried to put it into a planner form. And I was super excited about this planner. And I launched it and we sold a bunch of them and it was so awesome, but I was essentially just solving the problem that my community, you, was telling me that you wanted to have solved, which is like you felt like you were a little bit frantic in your life or trying to plan out how you felt more aligned. And so I created this tool and I liked it for a few months and then I decided not to continue moving forward with it. But what I did love was this membership community that I created created this membership community. We had, you know, at one point we had like, I think like 2,500 women in this community. It was like so awesome. This membership where we talked a lot about personal development and we like really dug into content. We did virtual calls and virtual happy hours. And we really just cultivated this awesome squad. And then, um, you know, I did that actually for about, let's see, a year and a half ish. And then it just didn't feel like it was aligned anymore. I felt like I was getting a lot of business questions. I was having a lot of women that were wanting help in the podcasting space. And I was just like, well, I I think I want to do something else. Right. But I had done it long enough and I had definitely put my heart in it. So I felt comfortable making a change to start something new. 
right? With the planner. I had done it with my full heart in it and I had released it and I had people sell, you know, I had people buy it and they gave me feedback on it. And I felt like I really had the full experience of doing it to know that it wasn't aligned for me anymore. So we never relaunched that planner and I closed down that membership, right? Versus I started my very first round of our podcast course, our course that takes you from idea to launching your podcast in four weeks. We do it in cohorts. So we do it with 20 women every month. And I started that course back in March of 2020 because so many women were asking me how to start their own podcast, especially when COVID hit. A lot of people were like, what do I want to do with my life? We were asking ourselves more tough questions. We were slowing down for a second in a lot of ways to say like, what is it that's actually going to make me excited about my life? And so many women came to me and wanted to start a podcast. I have done that course since March of 2020 because I love it and it still feels aligned. If it doesn't feel aligned at some point in the future, then I will not do it anymore. Right. So it really just is asking yourself, have I done it long enough? Have I done it with enough umph to feel like I can make the change? Those two questions have always been really important for me to ask. And then it's really going back to that mindset of let's normalize that you're going to change your mind. You're not going to do the same thing that you're doing now in five years. And if you are, you might not be very fulfilled by it because as humans, we love progress. We love growth. We like feeling like we're contributing. And yes, it's scary to navigate change. And yes, it's hard to be a beginner, but there's so much opportunity for you to make a future version of you proud if you are willing to make that scary jump to go do something else that feels like it's going to make you more excited. Right? Because again, and I will say this 800 million times on this podcast, we have one shot here. And the fragility of life in itself, please, please, please let that be a motivator for you to say, you know what? I don't know how much time I have. So I'm going to freaking do the thing that I want to do that I know is on my heart because I don't want to look back with regret, wondering what would have happened. I don't want you to get to the end of your TBD amount of days here and be like, dang it, the thing I always wanted to launch, that move I always wanted to make, that business I always wanted to start, that book I wanted to write, that nonprofit I wanted to create, that job I always wanted to take, I didn't do. And now I have no time left. I do not want that for you. If I can be any reminder to you, it's that you literally can do whatever the hell you set your mind to. You are just the roadblock. You are the thing standing in your way, but that means you're also the solution. If you're the problem, you're the solution, which is such a gift, right? So remember along the way, as you're asking yourself, is it time for me to change? Is it time for me to pivot in my life? Or am I really feeling like I'm aligned that you're never going to not have problems? there's always a problem. It's just trying to ask yourself, what problems do you want more? Because by me putting myself out on the podcast, like I do here right now, I'm literally just kind of riffing with you. I have like three bullet points of questions that are on this note in front of me. And other than that, I'm just talking to you like we're sitting across from each other, having a spicy margarita or depending upon what time you're listening to this, maybe having a cup of coffee. And truthfully, I, I recognize that the problems that I have by being a podcaster are, well, I have to fit it into my life. I have to stay consistent. I have to be, you know, understanding that people are going to give me feedback. Some people are really going to like me and some people are not going to like me. And some of them are going to not like me and tell me, which is like, whoa, okay. But the alternative problem is I have this gut feeling that I want to contribute to the world in a meaningful way. Like I get to do to now thousands of people every single day on this podcast or every single you know Monday and Thursday on this podcast, that I wouldn't get to have the fulfillment and joy 
And so it's like, which problem do you want more? The problem of getting outside your comfort zone and calling your shot and going for it, or the problem of trying to shove down that feeling that's telling you that you want more. You want more happiness or fulfillment or joy or impact or income or opportunity or contribution in your life. You can deal with that problem of trying to shove it down and pretending like you don't care, but I wonder if that's working for you, right? Because the problem of staying in something that you know doesn't feel aligned for you anymore and trying to smush down that uncomfortable feeling is a lot. And the problem of navigating through those anxious feelings, the fear of what might come from taking that leap is also tough. Which one do you want more? Because I, for one, am always, 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 always going to choose the option which has more opportunity for fulfillment and joy and impact on the other end because we've got one shot. And I, for one, want to make it count. And that's why I show up here for you. That's why I'm pouring my heart into planning this event, Empower Her Life, which God, I hope you're coming. If you're not coming, girl, snag your ticket. That's why I care about being consistent on social media and my text list and all the things that I'm doing is because I know that, yes, it's a lot of pressure sometimes. And yes, it can be overwhelming sometimes. And yes, I can doubt myself sometimes just like you do. But I'm not going to get to the end of my days here and wonder what would have happened. I hope that I'm here for years and years and years and we're talking together on this podcast when I'm like 120 and I'm like twerking in my wheelchair and like I'm still here. I hope so. But truthfully, I don't know how much time I have yet, right? Like how much time I have left? I I don't know. And neither do you. But at least I know that I'm not going to wonder what could have been because I'm going for it. So I want to be your hype girl in your corner saying, girl, let's freaking go. You're capable. You're worthy. You have what it takes. It's not a lack of resources, girl. It's a lack of resourcefulness. You are too damn smart to be the only thing standing in your way. So I love you. I'm rooting for you. If you want to slide into my DMs or you want to text me and you want to tell me what you're calling your shot on because you need a little more skin in the game or accountability, I care about you and I'm here for you. And I hope you get that because truly I'm rooting for you so hard forever, like forever, ever. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.